that kind of thing is one of those quirks. It's going to drive me slightly mad for like yeah, a few so days, that's, and then I'm going to fix say, it this weekend that, for sure. Yeah, that's one of those quirks that I have picked up in, uh, what do we call it now? Um, we were gamers adulthood. Well, these all have to be the same or I'm going to be bothered versus, you know, like oh, yeah. college was like, I don't know. What's the cheapest one? there's no reason to talk about it later i finally stabilized the controller version of yan long nice the grind begins so here's what i'll tell you i haven't grinded any of the arena champions really Uh uh-huh um just put them in the hunt team man like i are there so many five stars that you're filling up hunts with that like you know i think i still have 12 five stars that need to get through hunts Okay. I wouldn't I wouldn't do I wouldn't pull a Michael. It wouldn't now? <laughs> yeah, we definitely don't want to pull Michaels. Oh shoot, hello Michael. I wouldn't do that either. What are we not doing? I oh, don't know what that was a joke, I, I assume. He's already he's hand done the grind on all his uh, arena champions is the, the comparison I was making. Yep. I'm yeah, saying where I don't have all of them. In fact I don't have almost any of them at a hundred, but they're all in like the mid or upper nineties. Yeah. And it's like, mm-hmm. I rotate them in when I have a spot that falls off on my hunt team. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I need to get back to 600 in fame because that's the one that gives you the most XP. Or as long as right. they're not critical DPS for a level 100 fight, they no character needs to be a hundred, right? Yeah. So um, basically Yan Long. Right. So, Yan Long is uh, this conversation started, Michael, because I finally managed to teach the controller a stable Yan Long fight. Okay, uh, nice. Your Bargello change out allowed me to put more HP items on A2. Yep. And that keeps her alive through his double hit of her every time. Bargello the goat, man. Yep. So now I have a d- dude. Idea is critical to this one. <laughs> Can you believe that? <laughs> and she doesn't even use a sword skill. Uh, she has a really good light skill. Actually, she does so have like, a really yeah. good light skill. Yep. Yeah, I, I had I had her on some of my barricade teams while I was trying to figure that one out because her like, four hit light? light is like ju- yep. it's good enough sometimes. You know, is it three hit or four hit? I can't remember. I think it depends on the number of boosts, right? So if you uh, have yeah. like a max boost, you get four, and then I it's think less it's four on max boost. Yeah. Yeah, but then eventually later I got Ophelia and I was like, actually, just this one instead. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> idea like yeah replaced. Yeah, with a fortune weapon and a one, she can hit pretty hard. I had to use um awakening shards to stabilize this and give Richard a one mm. for speed and damage. But I feel like as awakening shards go, that's not a bad one to have spent on. He's going to be relevant a long time, so. Yeah, although for the long haul, I think you also want his U10. Oh. I have a feeling I will be pulling more memory memory travelers at some point, and given my luck, I'd probably pull him also over that. the featured banner. <laughs> <laughs> also that. Uh, all right, well, welcome to We Were Gamers 388. Uh, I'm JJ. Hey. 
Uh, that sounds Andy over there saying hey, and uh, Michael is here. Hello. Hey, how you doing? We're doing pretty good. Um, you know, we don't do preparation around here, so it's best that way. Okay. Um, so I just want to be like, hey, what have you guys been up to this week? You know, I, we talked a little bit about COTC here at the top. Um, you know, that folks that, that don't need that can just skip right ahead. Yeah. And, uh, we'll, we'll talk about some other stuff this week. I know, I know this is kind of weird, but I played video games this weekend. Me too. Oh my God. I, I snuck in two games. I snuck did them we in. Hit the, did we hit the trifecta? Is that not necessarily one new, down like but... a chance that all three <laughs> members of this podcast played video games in the same week? I think. <laughs> already somewhat surprising it is it is already yeah but uh michael i want to hear what you did what'd you get up to uh i managed to get in some more super mario wonder oh, oh sick blast yeah, from 2023 so I'm, uh, yeah i'm i'm well <laughs> the, the ancient past the distant past <laughs> it's a dim memory at this point it's getting to be have you ever been just completely mentally exhausted on a monday I thought you were going to do that I mean, meme of like, have you ever been so far as to what look like or whatever that? Oh, uh, is. yeah. But yeah, I, it, I like the, I know the what memes. you mean. Mondays are tough sometimes. I like that we're of an age now that we're getting to the memes of like this. Uh, it's actually closer to X year in back to the future than it was to back to the future. You know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. when he goes to the future in the second one, it's like, oh, we're closer to that date than we are to... I mean, we're we're beyond that date, well beyond that date at this point. Right, but, like, but I, it's like, what is it? It's, we're closer to that date than we were to, like, the movie coming out when we were little, you know what I mean? There's, like, those kind yeah, of yeah, comparisons yeah. are, like, all over the place. I and mean, like, here's the one, the XKCD comic that pointed out all of those, like, you're this much time away from famous event and yeah. thing that you think <laughs> that comic is now like 10 years old or more or the one that hit my, me the other day was like i'm older than the parents from home alone oh wow yeah dang <laughs> yeah, like, ooh, okay i think pretty sure and and somehow they had eight kids that house yeah. in chicago <laughs> yeah oh no it's, like it's a job it's, that they could take all of them to paris yeah. or whatever yeah Yep. Crazy, right? I had yeah. a good, you know, I I had a good uh old man moment over the at the end of last week and, and throughout the weekend um that I'll share with you guys. I was in the lab at the end of last week working with a couple of the technicians, uh taking some parts apart at work. And we uh we'd gotten there early to get a jump start on it and finished uh, sooner than we thought that we would. And one of the technicians, when we got to the end, looked at his watch and he says, you know, it's like the frog says, time's fun when you're having flies. Oh, no. <laughs> and I just, I found myself chuckling at that all weekend long. And I was like, yeah, this is this is an old man joke. And it's, uh -huh. it's yeah. squarely in my wheelhouse. Michael, now. Michael, you can use it as a literal dad joke. There we go. Yeah. Or yeah. add it to the repertoire. Oh, man. I managed to step on your, your gaming news with my I'm exhausted on a Monday. No, you're good. Um, yeah, so I've been uh, I'm making my way through World 4. Uh, I believe there are, well, seven if you count the special levels. Uh, and it's still good. Um, one thing that I did uh, 
I saw pointed out um, not too long ago about the game, and it, I've thought about it in the times that I have played it since seeing it. This game departs from the typical 2D Mario formula in that they did away with the level timer. Oh, like in any form? Because some of them have taken away like direct timing, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so there are there are occasional timers, but they're usually tied to things. Uh, so you'll you'll get an item and you have to reach a certain point in the level before the timer counts down. But there's no there's no more global level timer in every level. So it'd be like you hit a block and it changes another block for a certain amount of time until it switches back or something and you got to get up there. Or whatever. Right. Or you grab one of the one of the wonder stars that changes the level around and there's a timer associated with this one. So you have did, to find the, the seed before the timer runs out. JJ, you played Mario Maker and I never did. Did um, did Mario Maker allow you to non time levels? I don't know if it allowed non-time, but it allowed you to adjust the timer. Definitely to, I think, up to like 999. So really unique. Yeah. Effectively non-timed, but not non-timed, right? If you have like a really tricky puzzle or you're really stuck or something, then yeah, you could just be sitting there and then run out of time. So that's yeah. cool. I, I And I like it. I like it as a smart change. change. Yeah. Because it... All of the levels have the same uh, the same collectibles in them, Mario style, right? There are three giant purple coins in every level. And knowing that you have to collect them, it promotes you exploring the level, right? Like, what if I poke around over here or try this row of 12 pipes to see which one I can go down rather than I have to beat the timer to get to the end and then I'll come back and hunt, right? Yeah, it definitely takes one kind of pointless pressure point away, right? For sure, yeah. Especially if you're like, oh, shoot, I need to pause and, you know, go do something. You can just set the controller down and leave, and it's fine, right? Yeah, you'll still be right where you left it when you come back. That's a I smart change. I assume the change is geared towards kids, but it's probably also kind of nice for adults. Oh, Absolutely. And it, you know, it also, it also means that when you do introduce the timer, you can do clever things with it. Yeah, make it actually matter, right? You know, it's like, oh, well, we don't know how long it'll take someone to do this level, so we set it at, like, 400. But when you collect this item to get to this other point, we can be pretty sure it's going to take you 30 seconds, and then, like, you know, they can dial it in that way. That's cool. So you've done World 4 now out of, what, you said 7? Yeah, I'm two-thirds of the way through World 4, so it's uh, it's still going well. Nice. Still, you know, every level is something different, which is impressive over seven worlds. Well, I have a Mario-related add-on to this, so I'll, I'll tag on here. Uh, I have been playing Mario RPG for the Switch, the oh, new the version. re-release? Yeah. And hey, that's a fun game. It's very, <laughs> very light. Yeah, yeah, it is. And you never played the original, right? I did not. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you're experiencing the <laughs> the the phenomenon that is Super Mario RPG for the first time. Yeah, it's really. I mean, you know, look. I, the description was like 
baby's first RPG. And I don't think that's quite fair, but it's not, you know, you're not coming to this one attempting to activate all the brain cells. You know, no, you're not. You're not getting a a Final Fantasy level story. The right. story is and bad too. I, I thought it was, it was just so baby's bad. baby's it's first just, RPG because it was light on mechanics. Is what I thought the description was. There's a fair number of mechanics, but everything is very like surface level, right? You don't have to like go in and like swap your character's jobs around to like optimize your party to beat a boss or anything like that. It's just like, hey. Did you bring like any set of random three dudes into this fight? Mm-hmm. I mean, if you press the A button at the right time, you'll probably win. Oh, <laughs> you know, yeah. there's no there's no lore to dive into. It's just, hey, you know these Mario characters? They're in an RPG. Yeah, <laughs> for sure, right? You, you go, get like no characterization. Uh, I, funny that you say that Bowser and actually gets more characterization than like Mario does. Yeah. And Peach Bowser, too, actually. Bowser and yeah. Gino in this game. Yeah, Gino gets quite a bit. Um, more than Mallow, which is weird. I assume we're going to come back around to Mallow by the end. Um, you are, something. yeah. So you get you get Mallow's story kind of filled in heavy in the back half. Yeah. Uh, I just got through, for folks who are no more of the game than me, uh, I just got through Mary Moore uh, and am on Star Hill. That's where I got to. Okay. Mallow yep. and Gino are Square Enix editions, right? They are new to this game, yeah. So that makes some sense. It's kind of like um, Kingdom Hearts didn't give you a ton of characterization of Mickey. It focused on Sora. Right, the the ones totally. you don't know. But the difference being Sora is the main character of that game and Mario is the main character of this game. Oh, interesting. Um, But, you know, I mean, Mario doesn't talk either. Right. He doesn't even get text boxes, really. He just kind of like nods his head and like jumps and says like, woohoo, um, versus I'm, all the other characters like have text boxes and have discussions. Right. I'm sure that's a uh, Nintendo requirement of the old a- days. Right. It definitely feels like it. And, you know, plus this is a Super Nintendo game originally. Right. So it's not like there was like voice lines. <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> yeah. We don't have the space for that. Yeah. Um, but it's very cute and very fun. Uh, it, you know, the. It's, it is a great, like, companion to, like, I want to listen to a podcast, but I want to do something with my hands and not think about it too hard. Like, it's definitely one of those kind of games. And it is, it looks very nice, I will say. The uh, the Switch version runs well. And the, uh, apparently these, like, new triple attacks that they added get, like, cinematic cutscenes, <laughs> which is they kind of very, wild. They look very cool. So they, they've added a new system in this game with like a, a meter that builds up during battle that basically gives you another incentivized reason to do the like Mario and Luigi style active press the button during the attacks in combat. Because, um, yeah, you would get like more attack, you would get more damage or you would like block attacks or whatever normally. But also the game is not that hard. You could just not do it and... <laughs> heal every now and then and you'd probably be okay right <laughs> so instead of taking one or zero you would take like 10 and you have 40 hp you just give them a potion it's cool uh so instead they, they incentivize you with this other this new gauge when it hits to 100 you can press one of the buttons and unleash a triple attack or triple thing that varies based on the people you have in your party limit so, break light totally that's totally it andrew 100 mm-hmm. percent 
and it varies based on who you have. So like, you know, you, you don't, you only get three party members at a time, but you have more that you can swap in. And I just got peach in the party now. And so, you know, there's a whole bunch of like, you know, well, if I have Gino Bowser and Mario, or if I have Mario Mallow and Gino and, you know, like all those combinations, you know, have That's interesting. Fun. I want to, it makes me want to try them out. Um, just so that I can see all the weird attacks, you know? It's like when you changed your weapons in FF8. Like, oh, what's the limit break if I change it to this? Yeah. Oh, this one has like a double trigger pull when I do the thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, you know, the I think I mentioned this before when I talked about starting this game, but it was definitely a like, oh, it's interesting. It's also like, again, I don't want to be demeaning when I say that it's baby's first RPG, but it is like a beginner level RPG because the numbers are also low. <laughs> you know, it's like you have 30 HP. And actually it might be harder nowadays to do something like that. Yeah. You don't do, you don't have 300 HP. You don't have 3000 HP. You don't do a hundred damage. You do 10, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that stuff is interesting uh, or, you know, unique, I guess, in a way, not interesting necessarily. Um, but yeah, it's been really fun. I've been enjoying going through that and, uh, you know, just kind of like something to do on the side a little bit. I can't believe I'm about to say this, but we managed to seven years into the lifespan of this thing, pull off a one, two, three switch weekend. Oh, how did we do that? finds a nut every once in a while i guess so yeah for the second week in a row they added new content to smash after seven years or six years probably for smash um so they're they have limited timed events so i was on my switch this weekend as well um fighting some uh walkover i would say candidates in the spirit board to keep my game up to date one of which was like a hades character that i added to my roster that's cool they're like the side spirits not the main roster right sure Um, the upgrades for the game um but boy was i rusty (laughs) and i i convinced myself i wasn't rusty and and it was just because i was trying to use sora and i haven't played that much since sora was added to the game so uh okay bud yeah. We believe you. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure, yeah. Grandpa. Yeah. Have you had? Have you tried to play Smash against your kids yet? I can still beat the kids at Smash. Not just my kids, but kids that think they're good at games. Just because I have that many years of experience. Yeah, f- for now, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah sure. Sure. Um, the slowdown hasn't happened yet. <laughs> okay, okay. Do you have to pull out your mains, or can you just use whatever, you know? Ooh, that's a good are, are question. Are at that level? Hmm. I could probably do it with like half the roster. Okay. Okay. I would be I mean, worried about picking a slow character and still being able to do it. But a character sure. with forgiving attack speed or movement speed, one or the other, like anything with tech, I could probably still get around a young and the don't that don't know the mechanics. Right. Right. But if you're all of a sudden you're playing Ganondorf or Donkey Kong, it's kind of tough. Uh, yeah. Or yeah, I would not play a Donkey Kong these days you know it's hard for them to know how to to beat a lucetta or marth counter i hear you it's sure yeah you know the 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 uh the fighting game uh techniques come for us all eventually if we 
<laughs> if we let them, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's I wouldn't you. step. I wouldn't step into a Soul Caliber these days. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Totally. I don't like, think I wouldn't I turn the tech. I wouldn't turn Street Fighter on because I would just get dominated. <laughs> <laughs> I do laugh about that. But, you know, like I kind of feel that way when we're playing Call of Duty now, and it's like I don't have the time or energy to to just get run over by these 19 year olds <laughs> yeah yeah smash is still a good game i don't care what anybody says you know you don't like smash fine but it's still a good game even this long into it well you know what else is a good game mm. i have played through the main campaign anyway of spider-man remastered on the pc a Sony that's, title. That's the the Spider-Man One, uh, PC version. No longer stuck on the PlayStation Four. Yeah. Uh, hey, that's a pretty good game. It's fun. I enjoy it. Spider-Man is cool. Look, good swinging. Yes, very. Can you see where the where the uh, where he's shooting the webs or the is it still just sort of off into the nether of above you? Uh, it's mostly off into the nether above you, um, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't do it when there's nothing above you. Oh, okay. so if you're like, well, at least they thought if you're, about it. If you're too high above central park or too high above the buildings, it, it feels like it is hitting something. Even if you don't see it, right. If mm-hmm. you're coming down, like off jumping off a really tall roof and you try to do it, it won't, and you're trying to go forward away from the building, it won't do it because there's nothing for you to hit, right? Then when okay. you get lower to like the roof lines of other buildings and you hit it, then he will swing out. Hmm. Okay. You notice it a lot as you like maneuver around Central Park because this takes place in Manhattan, right? And all the tall buildings around Central Park are tall. <laughs> and so you swing out over towards Central Park and then you're like, oh, wait, I have to like drop down to the tree level in order to start picking webs up again, right? Did you use the fast travel system? Yeah, totally. It was one of those controversial, and I don't mean like in a in a internet uh, conversation way, but when I was listening to contemporaneous podcasts, some of the hosts would be like, I didn't use fast travel at all because I wanted to feel what it was like to get across the city. And if you do it, you miss like side story stuff. And then other people were like, the swinging isn't that great. It's time to fast travel. So <laughs> just curious how you landed. Certainly some of both, right? There's, by the end of that game, it has the, like, Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft level barf all over the map. And there's, like, oh, really? a thing to do every 10 feet, it feels like, if you if you try. Um, but also, by the end, you've probably done a lot of those things, and you don't need to, like, stop and fight the next set of criminals or the second set of bases or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you're kind of like good with whatever you got. And so you can just swing on past. Um, and sometimes you know, it's like when it's like, oh, one district over or like, you know, halfway up the the island. OK, sure. But if I'm on the very bottom of the island and it, the mission's on the very top, I'm fast traveling, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Ain't no one got time for that. And it's not that it isn't fun. It is fun to swing. Like, it's cool. Like, there's a lot of like skill it feels like to picking up the speed as you do it and like releasing at the right points you gain momentum instead of losing it right and like that part is fun but also it just takes physical time and 
I could spend that time faster in the loading screen and then reappearing at the police station or whatever on the top of the map. How are the PC load times? Uh, they're fast, right? I mean, it's not, it's not, doesn't take a long time necessarily, but you know, you're going to go to the screen, it's going to pop up a tip and then you're going to hit a, and you're going to reappear back in the city, you know, close to instantly. Right. But you know, it was 30 seconds of, or whatever for that whole process, because you had to pull up the map and find the place you wanted and click on it instead of just swinging. But you weren't going to get there in 30 seconds before, right? Maybe it would have taken a minute and a half, but you know, it's not, the end of the world, but you know, yeah, I got time, you know, let's, let's get over there and get on with it. Yeah. You just have a pretty powerful PC. I was just curious if they, uh, had hard coded the load times or not, if you could tell. No, it didn't seem like it. Right. It, certainly there would be some cases where it would just load so quick. You could barely see anything that was on it, but it did make you push a button to exit the load screen. Ah, well, so you could read that. the tips if you want. So you could read the tips if you want, because otherwise oh, you'd never see them. Because you'd never see them. Uh-huh. And they have Smart. a button to like cycle to the next tip. So if you want to just read a bunch of tips while Spider-Man is sitting on the subway or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is, it's funny. They did funny stuff with that. And it's not always the same scene, right? So sometimes he's like perched on the roof of the subway car. Sometimes he's sitting, listening to a boom box with a guy in the in the car. You know, sometimes he's hiding from the cops or whatever. Like there's all different ones. Um. Yeah, it's good. Uh, very fun. I I will say, you know, coming at it in the year 2023, it probably hits a little different than it did when it came out. Very, uh, Spider-Man sure loves the cops. It's, uh, I don't think they would make it that way. <laughs> they had that choice and they did it. I wonder what now. they did in the next one. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah, who, who knows? It certainly could be different uh, in terms of what that, you know, what they did in Spider-Man 2. Uh, having not not played that one, not being out on PC, I do not know. Well, hopefully soon. They released, I don't know, Michael, if you've already bought it or not, but they released that other one that was stuck on the PlayStation. You're talking about uh, Horizon Forbidden West. That's the other one. The one that I am sitting here staring at the pre-order button for as we speak. Yeah, I was oh, going to say, it's not out. It's still just pre-order. pre-order. Oh. Yeah, you can pre-order it. That's disappointing. Sorry about that. Eh, March 21st. It's coming, so... That's a yeah, waste. Just, well, but they, they just announced that like four days ago that it had a date, so... Okay. It went from, is it coming at all, question mark, to now it's coming in three months, right? I think the nice thing about it, I, I still probably stand by the fact that you shouldn't pre-order a game but the nice thing about it is it sounds like the quality of these games has been high in terms of it's um you don't need to worry too much about like trying to play it the first week yeah it seems like it seems like since the very first horizon had some issues all the subsequent ones, the God of War and uh, these Spider-Man games, have been much better at release. So it seems like they're likely to be good, at least. Uh, and then, you know, they, of course, there's always stuff that's wrong and they fix it. But... Right, yeah. And I think it's I think it's the same group do it, that did the port this time as that did and then fixed Horizon Zero Dawn, so... Always oh. nice. Yeah, nice. So I'm making my way through the uh, DLC on that one uh, now. So they have, you know, remastered gives you the DLC for free. 
It's enough for you to want to do that, huh? Yeah, and the DLC is a different story, so like that's cool, right? It's like oh. you fight various villains. It's Spider-Man. It's not like you just fight one guy, right? You have a whole host of guys. Mm. You know, like no one, no one is carrying the entire game on Electro, right? That's mm-hmm. not. He's not the they, primary antagonist of a. They carried a whole movie game. on Electro. Did they? I guess yes. you're right. Yeah, I guess you're right. They don't do a whole game of Electro. <laughs> let me tell you, he's kind of a sad sack in this one. Oh, um, not, not a Jamie Fox, huh? No, not not a Jamie Fox level. Um, you know, but the you know, Rhino is not necessarily going to carry the whole game, right? So you know, you get get various people, um, you know, through the course of the game, and then the the DLC is like a whole campaign of a different villain. So it was worth seeing. Plus, you know, he got good quips and whatnot. That's what you want out of Spider-Man. Yeah. You got to have a good writer, though. Otherwise, they land pretty flat. Yeah, I will say it's it's good, right? The the quipping is, is spidery man enough that I felt like I was there, you know? Uh, so, it's good. Like I said, the, the coziness to the cops is a little odd, but, you know, you get over it by the end and you're, you're just playing the game. So, fun. Having a good time. So, yeah. Good quips. Good thwips. Fun trips. Oh, that's Man. true. Although I think you have to get DLC to get the good trip. Yeah, well, I don't know. The subway rides sound fun. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, what else did anyone get up to? JJ, I tried to do a thing, and I'm going to stick to it. And I'm recording myself using it, but I'm not sure I like it. Okay. I started Diablo Four Season Three. Okay. All right. Um, what's your uh, What's your thing? What are you doing? I chose Barbarian, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I'm forcing myself to use a controller. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, playing it the way I done. did. Yeah, I have to immediately applaud your entire household. I find it very difficult compared to the keyboard. <laughs> Yeah, it, it takes some getting used to for sure. I multiple times have been frustrated by the, the seeming delay. I don't know if it's Barbarian that seems to have that delay or if it's the key, the uh, the way they have programmed the controller input. Delay in, in what, though? Like just I'll responsiveness? Hit, no, so I'll hit an ability and it'll just... I know it'll be a second and a half after I hit it that it'll come up. Oh, that's that's really long. I don't hmm. think any of the abilities are that bad. There definitely are some cases, like especially with Barbarian, mm-hmm. which I mean, I have not. I'm not the expert you need to speak to on this. To be honest with you, I know where to go. Yeah, you know where <laughs> to go, uh, and it ain't me. But there are issues with like Barbarian and like using your skills if you're like spamming them because sometimes you deplete your fury juice i don't know what it is, what is it like fury fury and then the skills don't happen it feels like it takes a second but that's because the fury had to tick up to that level of 30 or 40 or whatever it is and then it drops again right yeah it could be um and that's when you get into those like you know again uh, uh you gotta get rotations you gotta use generators i, don't know how I think works. it's not. more of a artifact of the animation style 
the mm. sorcerer when you tell it to cast frost nova the frost nova just happens goes, yeah it happens from the sorcerer's feet and goes outward yeah there's the no barbarian the, bar- bar- the barbarian for hammer of the ancients pulls out if you don't already have it out pulls out the two-handed mace swings it over their head and down into the ground so it takes that second and a half but it's like something i just didn't haven't gotten used to because I expected, like, with the keyboard responsiveness on Sorcerer to hit a button and just be having these spammable moments. And uh, now yeah, I feel it, like with the controller, I feel it even more because I'm, like, expecting the responsiveness of a controller over the the keyboard. Yeah. Keyboard. It, it's definitely some of that, like, World of Warcraft swing timer type stuff. I don't know if you ever got that deep into WoW that you remember how that works. Mm-mm. But like your your weapons would have a cooldown on their attack, right? Yeah. Well, again, I I and by the end of WoW, I was playing priest, so I could just find parties. So I hear you. <laughs> uh, so you know, it, but like your, your main attack would ha- would always have a cooldown, and it works similar to that in this game, right? Where uh, the skills themselves are different than the just main attack cooldown, but some of them will use that main attack animation perhaps right like for the hammer or whatever mm, so then that gotcha. causes a little delay yeah um i'm again not the expert on any of this stuff i uh made a druid oh the Did worst I never, class I never, I never tried that are they that's <laughs> yeah, sad to hear supposedly uh well jack of some trades three, master so maybe none, I, apparently maybe have uh, he's only level three so maybe that won't last <laughs> <laughs> i've I, so i was reading about it and i was like all right is barbarian like considered meta enough because I wanted to play Barbarian or Sorcerer again uh, and just play non-Ice Lightning. Um, and I was reading about it and it was enough for me to be like, yeah, let's do Barbarian. We'll do Hammer of the Ancients and just build around that and have some fun with the controller. It feels like that would be good because I'd be even more afraid to try and use Sorcerer with a controller. And when I was reading yeah. it, it was like Druid skills. They can stay alive a while. <laughs> Weaknesses. Bad at crowd controlling, bad at damage, bad at single target damage, bad at boss damage, bad. Oof. Yeah, it sounds like they need a little buff buff patch on that druid. Although, you know, sometimes it doesn't matter, right? Like, if you're just going to play the season and you don't care about hitting the endgame content, you know, who cares? Yeah, and like I said, I only I did it for one night. I only got to level three. I barely did anything at all, right? Yeah, I think I'm about 50. Four, no, I can't be 15 yet because I haven't unlocked the weapon specialization unlock thing yet. But okay, um, yeah, it's weird. So like with Barbarian, you use weapons and then you gain like old school weapon specialization points like D&D style. Like I use two handed weapons. I gain skill with two handed weapons. Oh, OK. Interesting. That's and like a then- very different yeah and then i guess later on you assign weapon types like those specializations you assign them to abilities whoa so like okay now every time i use hammer of the ancients i'm going to use my two-handed mace for it and that gives me xyz bonus based on how often i use two-handed maces I guess that's an interesting way to customize it so that like, oh, well, I want to use a sword for this one, but I want a mace for this one versus I want this other specific weapon over here. Yeah. And the barbarian can carry 
essentially three weapon types, right? Because you can have your two single handed or and then you have two two handed you can carry. Okay. So, they give you some options there. Yeah. I guess that's the replacement for the like sorcerer enchantment slots effectively, right? Where you get like bonus effects based on the skills yeah. you pick. Yeah, very similar. Okay. Cool. I enjoyed the necro version of that stuff last season. Um but I always wanted to do the minion builds and the minion builds are always terrible. Cause like, I want to have like 500 little skeletons running around and do all the work, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, well, you kind of get that now with the Seneschal. You got your little yeah. Seneschal running around. You can upgrade, you know? Yeah. So that'll have to be my, uh, see if I could step into that and do some, uh, some Diablo this season. I'm sure I'll play some. It'll just be a matter of like, you know, how much do I get? You never played uh, Diablo, Michael, right? I never did. Oh, okay. This um, this season is a throwback to D3 with uh, Zoltan Cool. So if you had done that, it would be kind of like a blast from the past kind of thing. Oh, that's fun for the people in the know. Zoltan Cool was always one of those like they introduced a cool bad guy and then immediately killed him and you're like, what are you guys doing? What? <laughs> yeah. Why? Like, Why'd you why? do this? <laughs> yeah. I, well, I was never afraid of him because I just murderized him inside of half a chapter in this game. Mm. But apparently he's supposed to have been cool, you know? And then now I guess D4, they're like, what if we found out why he was cool? He's like, oh, he's his secret layers that were were cool and then he gave up to go do that other thing that you saw that he did and then died <laughs> although i guess who really dies in that universe anyway right i feel like they've brought everyone back at some point so if they want to well it's only been a game since they killed off most of the characters so <laughs> who knows yeah some of them might not have actually be dead even though, the, you know, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, totally. No, you're right. Like a thousand percent, right? <laughs> like they're just missing. Maybe. I don't know where he went. And then in the we last haven't game, seen him in a while. We kind of like, saw okay. him die, maybe, or like ascend or like not. I don't know. Whatever. Video. What's a Haradrim anyway? <laughs> Man, like really, they dump all over the Haradrim in this game, Andrew. Like I really I finished the main story. Michael, what if you created an entire universe and you like made super cool superhero good guys They're for like secret how, lore 20 dudes who knew 20, all this stuff? How old's Diablo? Twenty years? Way more than that now. Yeah. Right? Uh, and then and in the like most recent game, you're just like those guys were losers. Actually, all that stuff they knew. <laughs> Who cares about that? Kill those guys. Yeah. We'll spend a whole game telling you why you shouldn't have institutional knowledge. Really a uh So it's it's the Star Wars episode eight of video games? In some ways, yeah. <laughs> in the in the lore, maybe for sure, right? I don't know. They didn't really rewrite the maybe they did rewrite the lore a little bit with the amount of Soulstone uh shenanigans and the the way they kind of like made everything lilith lilith's whole thing when like bro we haven't heard from lilith in three games where has she been yeah 
Uh, oh, we attuned the Soul Stone to Lilith, but I mean, Mephisto's her dad, so we could just use the Soul Stone on him. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> lore, lol. Right. Again, we killed all the people that knew stuff, so eh, yeah. no big deal. Uh huh. And the other people that did know stuff, you know, uh, it was too dangerous, so it killed them in the attempt. Yeah. See what see what you get for trying. Mm-hmm. Real commentary on the state of Blizzard these days. Uh, which is a great segue because Activision oh, Blizzard, you guys. Do you think all 1900 jobs are coming from Blizzard or is it some from Microsoft and some from Activision? No, it, it's been cons- it's been confirmed that it's all parts of Activision and also some other. It, it, the thing I saw was it said it was Xbox that laid off 1900. Well, okay. Xbox and then, encompasses everything, right? Yes. So it did hit Activision and Blizzard. Uh, to some degree unclear like exactly what level of degree or maybe it's more clear now and i just didn't look uh but it did also hit non-zero numbers of people in other studios i think this is a sad story and there's probably a lot to say about it but one fun thing did come up in the news just like this afternoon did you see they have something called key ring at blizzard okay no no, okay. I didn't see this either. So it's an internal benefits website and it keeps codes and they used to reward people with codes. So it's like, hey, thanks for working 70 extra hours this month. Have a free month of game time. It's like, okay, great. Wonderful. Uh, wow. Game time. He's talking about here specifically. Yeah, wow. Game time. Or like, here's a bunch of cash to use in Heroes of the Storm. You know, okay. Uh, apparently, some people caught wind instead of like a normal layoff where you walk in one day and they just start filing people into different rooms, which is what happens in the game industry all the time. Apparently, it happens in every industry. This is how this works now. You, um, if you're going to be fired, like you walk in the door, or maybe you're not even able to walk in the door. Yeah, right. right yeah, uh-huh. uh, or they they lock you out of email and your computer instantly and so as I, fast as possible. I guess it didn't work that way this time. Some people caught wind that there were layoffs happening in waves over the course of the day. And some people just assumed, uh, they're just going to lay me off. I know it in advance. Went into their key ring and like redeemed all their money and stuff before they could get <laughs> laid off. Some people were posting pictures like they don't have to re-up their WoW accounts until 2033. Well, well played. <laughs> I did see I mean, some people saying that, I, like, oh, yeah. The, oh, go ahead. The end of the Aftermath article I saw about that was, like, I'm sure they just prefer to pay with it with real money from a job, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I saw some comments from folks saying that, oh, yeah, one of the benefits they used to give out was if you got, you know, if you've been here X years or whatever, they would give you a 25-year gift card for WoW time, yeah. basically. So effectively, like forever right Mm -hmm. sure yeah and one time they gave a person this code and like they they redeemed it and we're like oh cool i never have to pay for wow again that's cool and then fired them in like a week and canceled their game time no (laughs) no that is so rude (laughs) i wonder if they'll keep any of the traditions at blizzard now now we can we can segue back to uh uh yeah, so now we can segue back to the other Activision Blizzard news. 
which is, hey, a Call of Duty executive is now in charge of the entire Activision Blizzard company. It's not Bobby Kotick? Uh, he's out as of, like, late December. I know, I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> yes, it's not Bobby Kotick. Uh, it is a uh, person who used to work for the NFL in marketing and now worked at Call of Duty in marketing and now is the CEO or head or whatever of Activision Blizzard within Microsoft. I'm sure he's a very nice person. I assume it's uh, a she. Oh, it's a she. shoot. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, look, I don't. I have no idea if this person is any good or any bad at their job. I, mean, I have no idea if they're respected or whatever. But this is the first time that Blizzard will be overseen by an Activision person. I would also point out, you know, uh, I was going to point this out anyway. I, I think that you gain an automatic five points of probably going to be a better leader by uh being a female that didn't start in the gaming industry so we've got that going for us yeah but um, the nfl yeah, okay good point not not better yeah, my maybe. original point was going to be someone from marketing from the nfl is probably not going to uh keep the you know, you're not right. going to get a sword for your tenure at Blizzard anymore, is all I'm saying. Right. Yeah, totally. I would be I uh, very surprised Look, if those sorts of traditions continue. I think it's pretty clear Blizzard culture was already, like, in trouble. It's not yeah. like this person's going to do any worse. Right. Uh, I, this is why I don't want to make it sound like I've, it's doom and gloom. Like, that ship has been sinking <laughs> for a while. Uh, and maybe this person is going to right the boat. You know, like, it, man, they have an equally as good chance as anyone else, I'm sure. They, the BlizzCon fiasco with the hotel and you know how that went. And that was them running the ship over the rocks. You know, like, they ripped right. the entire bottom off that oil tanker. Yeah. So, I, it's like I, I'm saying, like, they couldn't do worse. So... You know, maybe this person is well liked and will do great things and they'll come out a better company for it. Maybe. Yeah. I, there I, is I, that chance. I mean, clearly, I don't know enough because I was assuming they would just pull a man. Uh, and, and hey, I mean, maybe this person will cause Blizzard to ship games once in a while. That's the thing that Call well, of Duty does. What, and what, what and type of, Blizzard what type has of games not been doing. What type of games you want them to ship? Because I have a feeling. Uh, there's going to be some Blizzard employees working on some King games, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, the uh, hey, do you know what D Blizzard does still ship relatively frequently? Hearthstone updates and, and uh, Diablo Immortals. <laughs> still going. That's surprising. Yeah. So, you know, I wouldn't. Okay, be, we should uh, probably just say right. the name is Johanna Fairies. I, I'm glad you looked it up because I hadn't looked it up. I didn't um, know the person's name. Yeah, I mean, can't do, cannot possibly, could literally do nothing and would do better than Mikey Barra and Bobby Kotick. So, yep. you know, given that she's risen this far, uh, will probably do better than the last two people in a position to do anything over there. Yeah, I mean, like you said, the the bar was literally on the ground. Yeah. So. Walk over it and uh, do something. It, it, li lift it up one foot. Yeah. And you probably have, have succeeded, right? Do you something. Can go take your parachute in a few years and then enjoy whatever else you're up to. So, you know, who knows? I'm, you know, it, that company, uh, you can hope the uh, the watchful eyes of daddy Xbox are in there being like, 
Yeah, it's just what tough. Are you, what are you guys I mean, doing over here? What game, are you guys doing? Let's uh, let's 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 actually make some stuff here. What are you people up to? Come on. Game dev timelines are not marketing timelines. So I mean, hopefully oh, no, she's and, been with Call of Duty long enough to have learned game dev, you know, and like yeah. that part's and, and over I mean, with. The, the really crazy thing, you know, and I think it's I'm sure we on this podcast know that, but for people who aren't aware, when you hear a game announced. They've probably been working on it for like three or four years or more. I think uh, we didn't hear about a game being announced that just got canceled alongside these Blizzard layoffs. Uh, Embracer, the Deus Ex game, got whacked. A depression, dude. Deus Ex can't catch a break. Uh, They had been working on it two and a half-ish years, and we hadn't even heard about it before. They were like, by the way, we're canceling this Deus Ex game and laying off all the people that were working on it. And it sounded like from the the Bloomberg article I read on it was it was ready to go into production. Yeah, so like two years. They it, hadn't even programmed anything, but they've they, been working they on it got, two years. They had gotten two wow. years into it and were basically like, OK, now we need to staff up and get like a lot of people working on this so we can like make the make the game now, basically. Yeah. Right. Like turn it into the full AAA video game thing. And they had like, you know, some small section or some small prototype or whatever. But didn't even get that far right they're like um no lucy, you're all fired i see i see lucy pulling that football away from charlie brown <laughs> exactly yeah deus ex is cursed man that's so unfair what a great game series and what a great world that they're just pooping all over there so sad <laughs> yeah well good luck to the new head of blizzard i mean good luck not yeah. Not not on you, on the general state of the industry and being owned by yeah, Microsoft. The, the real the real stuff that I've I've heard from, you know, these articles and, and other ones about the industry is that, you know, all these layoffs that have been happening, like the real problem is that uh you know, from again, who knows, like unnamed industry executives writing articles, uh, hard to say, right? They don't want uh-huh. to be quoted under their real names, sure. but they're like Look, you look at accounting numbers and you go, these are bad. <laughs> and you look at the state of the industry and like what you were projecting in order for these people to, you know, stay employed and to continue your studio and stuff. And you're like, well, these two things don't work out. Mm-hmm. The fastest and easiest thing to do is to cut people, right? Sure. Yeah, you can, you can the next change thing the balance is, sheet tomorrow. The next thing is a bunch of those studios ain't going to make it, man. And that's the he's like the other shoe that's going to drop is a bunch of these like middle and smaller sized companies are just going to go under. So obviously there's been the change in um, borrowing rates, right? Like the prime rate is very high. It's hard for people to just like conglomerates to sit on money anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, If you're burning cash, you can't replace it at a rate that you can afford. What has changed, though, because at a certain point in 2020 to 2023 we were talking about how there weren't enough people to work and the games sales were through the roof and they were making money hand over fist and in three years we've gone from that to oh my god we have to lay off everyone from every company and I, and honestly i mean i'm not gonna say i have sources but i definitely know people that work at companies multiple companies of multiple different sizes and I asked them in 2023 when the layoffs started if this was isolated or if it was going to be an industry thing. And they all said it was isolated. And now it's very clearly an industry thing. 
So the the game industry article that I read about this, uh, gamesindustry.biz is the one that I'm talking about, uh, website. I guess I'll shout them out. Um, the person was basically saying the reason this has happened is, you know, it, games are sort of built and ba- or, or created in, and spec'd out based on projections of where you think the market will be, right? Mm-hmm. Because your games take so long to make, you know, three, four, five years, more maybe, that you need to guess where the industry is going to be in that time in order to hit and make the game and get the amount of money you need to get through that time to get to the end to make the game to make the money back, right? Sure. And yeah. the problem is during COVID, all of that stuff got really screwed up. But not just because people don't want to work or they couldn't hire enough people or whatever. The amount and the metrics and the things that people used to make those measurements went through the roof because people were playing tons of games during COVID. Mm -hmm. And so you look at those things and you're like, oh, well, the projection then is up at this level. But then after COVID ended, people didn't continue playing games at that rate. Right. And even if you ignore the spike that COVID gave, right, if you say, oh, well, these were outliers, let's ignore these the rate had declined or started to level off, right? And so then that presents a different picture, you know, business-wise, forecast-wise, money-wise, to these people trying to make and fund these games, specifically the people trying to fund them, right? And so the issue is now that venture capital, investors, people like that that are coming in and giving large sums of money to these groups, you know, to have them work for three, four, five years in order to get the game complete are like, yeah, but we don't want to invest in this kind of like game risky thing over here. What if I give this to the Call of Duty people, right? Mm-hmm. And well, now you end up in a place where studios have to lay a bunch of people off. This was the, I don't want to claim that I think this, this is the the ramblings of some people in this article, but it made a lot of sense to me in terms of at least the business side of the business case for it. Now, you could also say, um, Mr. Executive, did uh, is this you screwing up and not noticing <laughs> yeah. that there was a trend, or and you mistook the the rising uh, tsunami for uh, just generally the water level being high, or did you invest twenty million dollars in crypto? I'm sure that some of those things are related, right? Yeah. Oh, it's definitely going to be NFTs. We got to put a hundred million into NFT. Uh oh. All my AI money. Oh, yeah. But, you know, it's totally all of those things, right? It's like the finance people and the, the, the people, you know, with money that are trying to fund new studios and create new things are more risk averse because, like you said, the prime rate is higher. It's expensive to get money. It's expensive to, you know, so you want a surer bet. You want a bigger return. And it makes it hard to, you know, do these sorts of things, right? Where does it all shake out? No idea, right, of course. But. Yeah, there are, you know, and like I said, the, of course, the people who get hurt are the ones like actually doing the work, making the game, not the executives who make the total boneheaded moves and invest in crypto or chase NFTs or hire 10,000 people because people during COVID played a bunch of games. I think like, it's crazy. Those people because are the ones that don't get in trouble. It's crazy, though, to, because the demand, I think, has not abated a significant amount. You see how insane the numbers are for Pal World just pal world right and you think about like the mid-level games that are coming out that are and and how popular they are because the triple a space has been deleted 
it's all and- down to Call of Duty and Apex and like three well, or four shooters and everyone waiting around for Sony's next AAA title. And that's all we got. That's it. And and you're totally right. But the issue is, right, all these like middle tier games are the most risky ones to make because for every PAL world, there's 700 other games on Steam that make zero dollars, right? Mm. Sure, yeah. And it, you are also right, though, that the people taking these safer and safer bets making uncharted seven last of us 14 remake remake the last of us 14 remake remake and all these kinds of games are like people are getting bored (laughs) or will eventually get bored right it's the marvel movie problem where like the numbers for every marvel movie now do significantly worse than the previous one they can't stop making marvel movies yeah we've talked about this before it's the call of duty cyclical problem like they have to make the release Yeah. yeah Yeah, and people, and you see something like Pal World come out, right? And you're like, people were actually hungry for this interesting innovation, even if it's derivative or whatever. It's at least different, demonstrably so, right? And people are like, awesome. Like, yes, I wanted something like this, something different, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you unfortunately, like, just like in the mobile app world, it's kind of like get rich and, you know, get, <laughs> spin the wheel and get lucky. And then sometimes you get rich, right? Mm-hmm. fair enough well that's depressing sorry no 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 i don't think so i mean how could we talk about playing diablo 4 and not talk about what's happening at blizzard i mean some some of it you know microsoft needs to realign they own a ton of stuff now and i can't imagine how they wouldn't have finished their merger and said hey a lot of this upper management needs to go and hey none of you have done anything to fix the problems that the biggest thing we bought, right? Like it's two, two huge companies we bought and like, they're broken. We need to make changes and put somebody in charge. that's going to fix this. Yeah. Um, that was inevitable. Layoffs were inevitable, but like the massive yeah, by the scale, way, it was a merger, right? And like, have you heard of in the last 50 years, a merger that doesn't result in a bunch of layoffs afterwards? Yeah. No, it's not a thing. That's not a thing. They always lay a bunch of people off. Right. Yeah, no. I mean that that one alone. I mean, still, you got to talk about it. I mean, and, oh, yeah. and good comes out of there, right? Like sincere good wishes that a person that is somewhat of an outsider, right, got trained on other things, is not the old boys' club at at Activision. I mean, hey, Can, let's talk about uh, good stuff that Microsoft showed recently. They are making an Indiana Jones game, and it looks like maybe it's good. I watched that uh, that preview for it. It uh, it looks like it's got some promise. If I use my rule of things I've seen, like when the I look at movies instead of the trailers, I would assume it's going to be good. It's it looks a, like there's a, care in that game. It's a new story, right? So good. They didn't attempt to like do a movie version of one of the movies. That's that's the first good sign. Yep. They talk about it taking place between. Uh, Raiders and the Last Crusade specifically. Yeah. Yep. Which means you got Nazis. Yep. <laughs> Which is the thing that Indiana Jones needs, I think, demonstrably. Uh, and they showed some footage from it, and it looked pretty good. I mean, look, it's not Harrison Ford, but it doesn't not sound like young Harrison Ford. Do you remember what young Harrison Ford sounds like actually anyway, right? 
Not really. So, you know, hey. I don't know. Look. The model looks good. The people that are making it made, well, those Wolfenstein games that were well-received a decade ago or whatever, however long ago. You know? Um, First-person whipping, man. First-person whipping. They showed it. Yeah. So, you know, hey, some good stuff can come out still, you know? It's an old idea, it sounds like, that's been kicked around for quite a while. Um, so maybe it's just had time to marinate enough. Yeah, Indiana Jones and the Great Circle, it's called. 2024. Had to look it up. It'd be on Game Pass, you guys. It will be on Game Pass, Microsoft, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the great crossover has begun. Microsoft and Disney are now collaborating on a game. Is this Disney... I guess it is. It's Lucasfilm. Yeah, I guess you're right. Because yeah, Lucas LucasArts was absorbed into Lucasfilm, and Lucasfilm is parented by Disney. So we're one step away from Gears of War being in the next Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> Dom, Dom, what's that boy with the key doing over there? Oh my God. If if Sora could get an R button crouch run and hit cover, <laughs> hold the keyblade forward as he charges. Holy cow! Casting magic over the top. Uh, he, he reaches his hand back and throws Donald forward. You know, like the those little things. Oh my gosh! Do you have other great crossover ideas? <laughs> Yeah, if folks want to tell us ideas better than this because there have to be better ones. No, we're on <laughs> to something. Where did they send those. They can send those to podcast at wewergamers.com. Uh, we love hearing the wacky ideas that you p- send into us, so please send us your best ones. We're game related, though. Game related. <laughs> yes, game related. Loosely. As, as, let's say, as game related as this podcast is. I think we were pretty on track. I'll, JJ ran a tight ship. We were, I mean, we were all in sync this weekend, apparently. It just worked out, right? I had a, I had a, had a secret bonus game in the hopper that I didn't pull out. I wow. could have done more, but it's, it's better this way. Yep. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram. We were gamers, and you should go check out our YouTube. YouTube. Uh, youtube.com slash at we were gamers yeah check that out we appreciate the folks and follow us on there all right well i guess uh we can conclude here with a slight bit of cotc although we talked about it a bit at the top but uh boy what do you guys think happened during that maintenance what happened oh, dude man what? cyber attack Maybe, yeah. I don't know. They, it sounded like some people, they broke something on one of the servers and some people couldn't log in as a result and they shut it all down to fix it. And I don't know if they underestimated it or they thought it was fixed and just it was really broken because they brought it back up and then had to really shut it down the second time. Almost a day. Yeah. yeah, and I it mean, wasn't it wasn't just COTC. It took down four, four or five different games that staggered their way back up. That doesn't sound like a login issue just for COTC. Then it sounds like a back end. Uh oh, the games aren't connected to the Square Enix save 
files yeah, or something, something, you know, something server side went really sideways. Yeah, Cause like some, I, some it person got a rude phone call and was like, fix this. Well, one, so in the deluge of Reddit and, uh, discord messages that were just completely batshit. I'm sorry to use bad language, but like people lose their minds over stuff like this. Um, the one thing I did hear that made a little sense was maybe like the server had like a problem in Japan that needed fixing and they needed time to like coordinate. Yeah. I think the the JP version went down for a while too. So you could imagine, I mean, if you have a problem, it did also sound like the JP version came up before the EN version again. So that would lead to your theory, Andrew, that like they needed the JP dev team to look at something. Yeah, it's possible. I'm, it's this is one of the more reasonable things I was, <laughs> that I read briefly after, you know, deciding I was going to stop reading what people were posting because it's just ridiculous. But the game went down for a little while. It was kind of crazy. It was nice that it wasn't some sort of weird cyber attack, though, I guess. Um, yeah, weird. Weird Weird that um, also the bugs aren't getting quashed quickly, because those are kind of big. Yeah, it's a significant yeah. bug that, like, oh, by the way, this new thing we added just doesn't work, like, and actually actively harms you. So don't yeah, do and, it. And five days in is still broken. I wonder if it's like broken in such a way that they would have to like update, like actually push an update to the app. And it's not just something they can fix on their end, which then means they have to like go through the store approvals and all that stuff. Yeah. Patch it in. I saw someone who, uh, who is a dev themselves on a different game saying that, you know, just speculating based on their own experiences that, fixing the problem itself might not be the delay uh, that the delay might be in figuring out how to properly compensate people and push that compensation. Mm, yeah. Cause I bet it's tough to figure out if it happened to you. Right. Yeah. Because you have, you have also sorts of potential like underflow issues that you're dealing with. If it's, you know, it's wiping out guidestones, but if you're low on them anyway, um, you have to deal, you know, how do you deal with less than zero guide stones? Oh, yeah. Weird. I have two million guide stones all of a sudden. Hooray. <laughs> uh, <laughs> spend them quick. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're, they're stuff. I mean, it's now a little better than that. I assume once they looked at the problem and realized how long it was going to take to fix, it immediately also removes options from the table, right? Like, Okay, we're two days into this. We figured out the problem, but we can't do account rollbacks. Right, totally. Right. Yeah, because you know someone spent forty dollars on a paid step up during that time or whatever, and now you're gonna someone. Them, right? Yes, somebody spent a hundred dollars on Bargello and then hit it, having only spent twenty of their dollars, and then they have eighty bucks, you know, worth of stones that they're sitting there. You can't roll that back and then make them roll again and then make them spend a hundred out of their. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, they're oh, you, your luck wasn't as good. It. Sorry. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, I'm very curious. Just like a close to breaking as we get on this podcast. Yeah. Thing. Well, I mean, everyone got Bargello. Did, did I stopped at zero? Yeah, same. I managed to get uh, A2. 
Very nice. Two out of three of them on dead rings, which I found very amusing. Every dead ring I've seen in the last six months is a real dead ring. I don't know how you're hitting anything on dead rings. Bro, same. I haven't gotten a 4.5 star anything in like, it feels like six months. It's like all five stars everywhere or nothing. Or nothing. Yeah. And, and like, I'm... <laughs> Yeah, Other than I, hitting Bargello on the literal second slot of the first ten pool, I have had exactly such where I got it. I have had such bad luck in this game for so long. It's 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 a gotcha, and you have to just like take the hits as they come. But it also is getting to the point that like I can't manage a ruby stack to like do anything interesting. Like we did that whole thing on Tatlock last game, and it was kind of like one of those. This should be fun, and then um, you know, a day or two later, it was like. Gosh dang, I wish I wish it was like not a thing that later on I thought about like should I have done that or not done that, you know? Like it's supposed to be fun. Like thinking about your ruby stack because luck has been bad and you got to think about if I'm going to play this game two more years for free, what am I going to do? Yeah, I I will say it is nice that the daily like stuff that I have to do every day has been pulled back so much. So that I could just be like, okay, my goal this week is to like try and beat some fight. <laughs> like yeah. my my goal is to try and do this EX5 or my goal is to try and actually like get through, you know, this duos fight or, you know, start planning it. Because like it's not even going to be, I'm not going to finish it in a week. They're too hard. The only real grinding left for me to do other than doing actual hard fights like you're talking about is just those towers, right? Like towers take time. Yep. Until they push that quality of they life, they won't. They're oh, they never will. gonna do it ever. They will. Su- they will they'll someday. Push it in but the same, yeah, the same update where JP got it. Oh, yeah. so like a year and a half from now. Yeah, a few months. But the the big one is that like I still haven't beat Merchant EX five, and yeah. I've only beat Cleric EX five one time, and I can't replicate it. <laughs> I don't do the fives. I don't until they int- introduce that quality of life. I'm just not gonna do the fives. The, so the the warrior five, the thief five, the da- the dancer five, and the scholar five. The scholar five. I think I have on farm at this point. They're not that hard. You can get through them for sure. Oh, I don't know about that. The, the warrior five the with the random weaknesses, bro. Your warriors should be so buff by now. <laughs> like <laughs> that's the thing. The the random weakness is the only challenge to that fight. Once you knock that down, you can the only shred cha- the boss. The, the only challenge to that fight is make sure you bring enough people who can three hit the thing. So like you need a dark three hit. You need a light three hit. You need a wind three hit. You need a lightning three hit, and you need a um. What's the other one, Michael? Did you say ice? Ice. Ice. Yeah. If you have people that can do all those things and they're all alive, easy. You're going to win. No problem. Yeah. The other thing that I saw is that is a comment. It was a random comment, but it actually kind of resonated is that you don't need to wait for the boss to come out of break to start breaking the sentinel. Yeah. It, when the boss is broken, sometimes it is more important to be testing the elemental weaknesses on that thing than it is to be killing the boss yeah Hmm. i hadn't thought about that because i was trying to put damage on the boss because the only time i've ever done it it was hard still yeah that's the that was the that and making sure i had all those like weaknesses covered was the thing that unlocked it for me and then the nice thing is the team saves (laughs) 
Well, it prevents next week. You just oh, next week. You just, next time you just go back and hit start again. Right. It doesn't matter though, because it, at this point you still can't teach it to the controller, right? Like I still have to play it. I'm sorry that you have to play the game, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs>